1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: Hold up. What was that?
3: This is the Sahara Force India podcast, as we take
1: you on an access all areas tour of your favourite team. Welcome to the Sahara Force India podcast, taking you behind the scenes here at the Canadian Grand Prix. On this episode, we go inside the team as they reflect on another point scoring
3: weekend in Montreal. Yeah, decent work. Not, not quite the strategy we hoped for at the beginning, but we, I think we adapted quickly and uh, got both cars in the top ten
1: and with back-to-back races on the calendar, we get exclusive access to the drivers as they prepare to
4: tackle a new circuit in Azerbaijan. It looks really challenging. Really tight sections
2: and yeah, definitely looking forward to to be out there. Massively excited. New venues are always, you know, cool, new. It's really about, you know, getting there, getting in the car and and, and learning and finding out about the track. Uh.
1: But first, Otmar Safnauer is the Chief Operating Officer for the Sahara Force India team. This is his assessment of the Canadian Grand Prix, which saw an eighth place finish for Nico Hülkenberg, whilst teammate Sergio Perez came home in tenth.
0: The lowdown
1: Otmar, both cars in the points today. That's decent work.
3: Yeah, decent work. I think we're one of three teams to do that. Uh... Yeah, it was uh, n- not, not quite uh, the strategy we hoped for at the beginning, but we, I think we adapted quickly and uh, got both cars in the top ten. You started Sergio on the soft compound
1: of tyre. What was the thinking behind that?
3: Yeah, so we were hoping to go uh, soft and uh, one-stop it, so go quite long on the first stint. Uh, as it turned out, I don't think we had the tyre life, and uh, in the middle we decided to change to a two-stop, but by that time our race was compromised a bit, and uh, Signs was able to get ahead of Sergio. Everyone seemed to, to
1: struggle to get the tyres to last as long as they were planning on doing. Do you know why that was?
3: I uh, don't know. We've got to do some uh, analysis and then we'll uh, we'll have a better idea. But that's what we're looking into. There are a few people who made them last. I think Lewis and uh, uh, Valtteri Bottas, uh, to name a couple. I think Alonso, too, made them last quite quite a bit. But uh, the, the first two uh, made them last with pace. So... Uh, we got to look into that and uh, learn from it and uh, move on. But from a a suboptimal race, I think we came away with some good points.
1: Certainly things looking better now than the start of the season where things just weren't going right at all.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not sure they're looking better from a performance perspective, but they are from a luck perspective. So, you know, the harder we work and the more we uh, just uh, maintain our uh, focus and efforts, I think the luck will come. just describe your emotions after that.
2: Um, well, generally I think uh, uh, satisfied I would call it. I mean, I think we got most out of the car and most from the race. So from that point of view, I can't complain. Um, on the other hand, I was hoping for uh, a little bit more that we were would have been closer to the top six and that we could challenge for for that sort of position. But um, yeah, today the performance wasn't uh, quite there. Where was the car lacking? Uh, just a bit overall, really. It was just a, a bit of a struggle in the cooler temperatures with the wind. Um, it was quite tough sometimes to find the grip, um, and I think that was that was a problem. And here are the thoughts of
4: Sergio Perez after he finished tenth. Well, I think certainly P9 was possible today in a perfect in a perfect strategy. I think we suffered a lot from having the um, yeah the the soft at the start uh, i think we we minimized uh, the lack of temperature we had today and uh, it was very difficult to make the tire work today
3: going looking ahead to baku you think uh, you can get back on track there
4: yeah we should be we should be better you know uh, new track uh, so hopefully we can we can make a bit more of a difference in uh, the drivers there's no rest for the team as from canada we travel
1: to azerbaijan for the next race on the calendar just one week later Baku is a new destination for F1 this season and the circuit twists and turns through the streets of the capital city. We've been given exclusive access to the team as they prepare for this new venue. In a moment, we'll hear how Nico and Checo are getting ready for the race. But first, I've been speaking to Tom McCulloch, the Sahara Force India Chief Engineer, who's been telling me what it's like to prepare for a track you've never seen before. Down the
0: Track It's always difficult, it's about putting the hard work in really, so um, the first task for us is to uh, generate a track map um, from the uh, CAD drawings and the information we get uh, through the FIA Uh, and once we've done that we can uh, put that into our simulation software, we have a a vehicle model and a power unit model and we start to simulate and start to learn and understand uh, the track. What sort of information do you get from the FIA then? It's largely uh, CAD drawings, and uh, you know elevation changes. Uh, basically, a, a circuit uh, trajectory can be generated from building uh, a track from the the information we get from the FA, which is largely just like engineers' drawings. Do you know much about the track surface? We have some um, photographs and feedback, but you know we're expecting it to be uh, obviously very new. Um, we have an idea largely of of how these kind of uh, new tarmacs uh, behave um, but until we actually get there and get the roughness measurements of the circuit from Pirelli uh, we don't know too much at stage. so at what point over the course of the weekend or the build up do you know
1: as much about it as you would a Silverstone or something like that Does it, is it after free practice
0: one you, you, you're pretty much at the same level it's just a continual learning process, really, with every session. Because h- how the tyres behave on that tarmac, till so you've actually gone and run the car, um, you know, we've got an idea of uh, the, the quantity of low, medium, and high-speed corners, how long the straights are, the energy input into the tyres. Um, but you don't know how dirty the track is, uh, you know, until you actually get out there and run. FP1 a big, big learning curve. But we'll, we'll walk the track at least once, maybe twice, on the Wednesday and the Thursday, and get a bit of a feel uh, for it with the drivers. Um, but you're learning all the way through, every session we, we will learn something, because the track will evolve as well. And what are you expecting the track to be like for, for Force India? Uh, It looks like a a fantastic circuit. It's uh, got some very high-speed, long sections, uh, a lot of mainly low and a few medium-speed corners. Obviously quite a high-speed corner onto the uh, the, the start-finish straight. Um, But, you know, I think it should be a a strong circuit for us. It should shoot the characteristics of our car, but uh, until we get there and find out, uh, we don't really know.
1: Nico, how excited are you to, to race
2: in Azerbaijan and Baku? Massively excited. New venues are always you know, cool, new, uh, you know, you come there for the first time, like everything is new, you know, the hotel, the infrastructure. Obviously, the main thing as a driver is to discover the track. Um, I have not had the chance to drive it on a simulator. I've seen uh, the onboard video footage that was put on on YouTube, I think, earlier this week. Um, But it's really about, you know, getting there, getting in the car and, and, and learning and finding out about the track.
1: Is there anything you can tell from that onboard video? It looks quite fast, doesn't
3: it?
2: yeah i mean there's a massive uh, straight line with a few kings but apparently those are flat flat out so i think the um it's more than two kilometers long um the straight with some kings like i said but it looks fast it looks like a lot of straight line was my initial uh, thought but um yeah also some cool twisty sections um obviously it's uh, in the city um, i'm a big fan of, of street grand prix street circuits so i'm yeah, looking forward to go and discover
1: why do you like street circuits so much
2: Because for me as a driver, it's more of a thrill, you know, compared to, don't get me wrong, there's some beautiful permanent circuits in the world, like Spa, like Suzuka, they're great, but a street circuit is just a bit more special, you know, walls are close, it gives you a bigger thrill, it's more difficult and more of a a challenge for a driver to, to get to the limit, because most other tracks, you know, you go a bit... You break too late or you go too fast into the corner. You have asphalted exits, so, you know, you don't pay a price. There is no penalty. Street uh, street circuit, it's got to be right. Otherwise, it's going to hurt. So, you know, that, that just makes it uh, a bit more exciting.
1: And finally, how much do you know about Azerbaijan? Uh,
2: not that much, I have to admit. But, you know, I'm just that guy who gets there and finds out on site. It looks really challenging. Really
4: tight sections and... Yeah, definitely looking forward to, to be out there. After your success in Monaco, it seems street circuits kind of suit you. I hope so. I think I, I've always liked a street circuit, so I really hope I can be successful in, in Baku for the first time. It looks a bit faster, Baku, than Monaco. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think uh, they will it will be more challenging than than what Monaco is. Uh, but I really hope that we, we can have a, a street circuit tight and no room for mistakes is what I like.
1: And uh,
4: have you ever been to Azerbaijan before? No, first time, so I'm looking forward to it. Join us next time for another Sahara Force India podcast.
3: Planning for your next trip?